Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Crystals and Clarity. Have you ever heard of the term highly sensitive people or HSP? And I'm not talking about someone who's a little extra sensitive. I'm talking about approximately 15 to 20% of the population who experience sensory input differently than others. So this is a term that I have talked about in depth on my online membership but I wanted to do a quick episode about it on the podcast because I think it can really help some people out to better understand themselves or understand a loved one a little bit better if you think that you could be, that you or they could be a highly sensitive person. Now being a highly sensitive person isn't an actual medical diagnosis. However, it is something that has been studied and there are many books And there's a lot of information out there that could be beneficial to you if you think that you are part of that 15 to 20% of the population who would be considered highly sensitive. Before we get any further, let's just talk about what a highly sensitive person actually is. So what does it actually mean to be an HSP? So some of the characteristics could be when you are deeply sensitive to certain physical, emotional, or social situations. This is a way that you process information. So you process environmental stimuli on a deeper level. It's also referred to as a sensory processing sensitivity. So like I said, it's the way that you process the information. You process it on a deeper level, which is why you have that sensitivity. So it means a heightened awareness of the stimuli around you, which can be overwhelming at times. And it's more than just emotions. It's a sensitivity to any of the senses. So you could even be sensitive to like certain textures or sounds or anything like that. Bright lights, you know, there's there's so many different things. And we all tend to have sensitivities. But with an HSP, they tend to experience those sensitivities on a much deeper level. And some common characteristics of an HSP could include having a low tolerance to high levels on a sensory input. It could mean avoiding violent TV shows or movies because, you know, that violence kind of affects you more. Finding the beauty in almost anything, whether it's art or nature or music or really anything. You could be overwhelmed by loud noises, bright lights, uncomfortable clothing, large crowds. Being highly sensitive can also be related to feeling anxiety or depression. You could be slow to make decisions. Some people who are HSP are also considered to be more shy than others. You may need more downtime, especially after a busy day, but having that downtime, having that alone time is crucial. Another characteristic is having a rich inner life. So what I mean by that is you can be with yourself, you know, have deep inner conversations and deep inner thoughts. 
you may struggle with multitasking. Another trait could be that you easily pick up on the needs of others. You could also easily read between the lines, so understanding the subtleties in the environment. There's actually online quizzes that you can take to see if you have a lot of the characteristics of high sensitivity. And for the most part, you don't have to identify with every single point on those quizzes, but usually the quiz will determine based on the amount of statements that you agree with, if you are a highly sensitive person or not. And again, this isn't like an official diagnosis or anything. I actually don't even think you can be diagnosed officially with HSP, but I'm gonna continue to talk about it and the reason why I think it's important to know if you identify as an HSP, whether or not you can be diagnosed with it. So I I just think it's important to know regardless. And I don't think a lot of people actually know about this or have even heard about it, which is why I think it's important to mention it on here because it can really help someone to know and understand what it is if they experience these things. And if you go through these experiences, if you feel like, very overwhelmed by sensory input and you, you know, feel things on that deeper level, knowing why, why it's happening and having almost like a label to it so that you can research it more is very beneficial because then you're understanding yourself on a deeper level and understanding why these things make you feel that way. So if you think you meet the requirements based on what I've described so far, I would highly recommend checking out like an online quiz or getting a book and reading more into it just so that you can understand it on that deeper level. I actually have a book that I read a few years ago that really opened my eyes to what it means to be highly sensitive. It was really interesting to read about and I actually, I don't know if I was really familiar with it before I read this book, like it was kind of a new term and a new thing for me, I didn't really know what it meant. So reading that book was really eye-opening. I will post a photo of the book on my Instagram, so if you think you might be highly sensitive or if you want to just know more about it, I would recommend reading this book or others that are similar. But the one that I'm going to post, it's a really light read. It's, It's a fairly small book, so it's, you know, really easy to get through. And it just has a lot of good information on there, and it's it's like a good starting point for, you know, understanding more about HSP. And I feel like so many people just think if you say you're highly sensitive or a highly sensitive person, they just think, you know, you're just overly sensitive. You just need to get over it or whatever the case may be. But if you are actually a highly sensitive person based on, you know, what I'm talking about in this episode, not just being sensitive to certain things, it's much deeper than that. It's actually the way that you process information and how you experience the environment around you. For example, if you are in a large group of people, you might pick up on the subtle cues that others might not pick up on. So you could pick up on the tone or the underlying, the underlying meaning of someone's conversations. You may also be able to pick up on whether someone's uncomfortable Or you may be more aware of like the context of a certain situation and certain conversations. So you're really able to like really read between those lines and see things that other people might not see. Identifying and living with high sensitivity can be tough and there can be challenges. So 
that's another reason why I think it's important for you to be aware of this because if you are highly sensitive, understanding more about it can help you find ways to cope. Now there isn't official, an official treatment for HSP. Like I said, it's not an official diagnosis. There isn't an, an official treatment for it. It's more considered a personality trait rather than an actual disorder. But it is something that you could discuss in therapy. And, you know, I will share some coping techniques that you could try out. So there can definitely be some downfalls to being highly sensitive, like being easily overwhelmed, and it can coincide with anxiety and depression. And, you know, there can be a lot to it. Like, it, you know, it, it can be overwhelming, like I said. But there are many benefits to this as well. So... Because HSPs tend to notice things that others do not, such as like body language and social cues, this can help form deeper connections with others and provide strong social skills. HSPs are also typically very empathetic towards others' emotions and and moods because of what I just mentioned, that they're more aware of like these social cues and the body language and the subtleties. And another benefit is having that rich inner life. So a good relationship with yourself and a deep relationship with yourself. So what actually causes high sensitivity? It is thought to be hereditary, but other factors can play a role such as your environment and experiences in childhood. So childhood trauma may increase likelihood of being a highly sensitive person because As a child, you learn to be hypervigilant and more aware of the needs, like the emotional emotional needs of others around you. Some may think also that the term introvert and highly sensitive are the same thing. However, they are not the same thing. So those who are highly sensitive are more likely to be introverts, but the terms are not synonymous. So if you identify as being an introvert, that does not mean that you are then a highly sensitive person. It can also be related to like ADHD and autism and things like that, but it's definitely a different thing. It may be more common to have other mental health um, issues that you deal with while also being highly sensitive. So what are some of the coping skills that you can practice if you experience high sensitivity? So one of the major things is to really prioritize self-care. It's really important to have a good self-care routine, whatever that looks like for you, because it will help you deal with overwhelming and stressful situations over time. Take time to yourself and avoid situations that you know will be overstimulating. So really working on setting boundaries and maintaining those boundaries with others I actually have a whole video on boundaries in my online membership, which you can find at JessEarhart.com. I will link that in the description of this episode. But boundaries is going to be very important for someone who is highly sensitive. Forming close relationships with others is also going to be beneficial because you have people who you can rely on, who can support you through, you know, emotional times or, you know, Whatever it is that you're going through, having a close relationship with others is going to be very important. We as humans are social beings, so it's important to have 
people around you that you can rely on. Talk therapy is also something that can really help and be beneficial, as well as meditation and mindfulness. If you don't think you identify as highly sensitive, I I think it's still important to really understand what it means because you may know someone in your life who experiences this because it isn't that rare. Like 15 to 20% of the population experiences this and that is kind of like a rough estimate because it isn't an actual diagnosis. So it's hard to have like super, super accurate numbers but an average of 15 to 20% of people have it. So having an understanding of what it is could help you to support them better. And this information can also be useful for parents. So if you are a parent, it could be beneficial to learn these coping skills for yourself and understand what high sensitivity means for yourself so that you can incorporate that into your parenting and make sure that you are in a good place to then be a better parent. And not saying that people who are highly sensitive typically aren't good parents. That's definitely not what I mean. I just mean that to be the best parent that you can be, you also have to take care of yourself. So understanding yourself on a deeper level and taking care of yourself is very important as a parent. And additionally, if you think your child might be highly sensitive, understanding what they are experiencing will be important to help and support them. So that's all I'm going to say today about highly sensitive people. But if you want to know more, you can always sign up for the Holistic Hypnosis Membership at JessEarhart.com. Again, I'll link that in the description. Or you could just begin reading about it online, or you can get a book. And for my book recommendation, you can find a photo on my Instagram page, Crystals and Clarity Podcast. I will also link that in the description below. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Jessica's Holistic Hypnosis.